Hi, Dave here. Cathy and myself are off to see Dune Part 2 tonight, and the episode for that will be up in the next couple of days. But we thought it was a good opportunity to bump up our original episode on Dune Part 1, or just just Dune, as it was known back in the day, from uh, three years ago in the middle of a pandemic. So here it is. Flashback. Hi, it's Dave here. This is my wife, Cathy. Hello. This is The Cinemile, the podcast where we walk home from the movies. We're going to see a movie. It's called Dune. A little movie called Dune. Yeah. A little movie that could. <laughs> it finally got released. This and No Time to Die. Both due last year, I believe. Are you excited for Dune? Yeah. This is by um, a renowned Canadian sci-fi filmmaker, Denis Villeneuve. Yeah, you're obsessed with him, right? As I think his name is pronounced. <laughs> I don't think so. Um, <laughs> so this is the dude that made... Um, Arrival, which was my favorite movie of the year that it, it came out. Mm-hmm. Uh, he made Blade Runner 2049, which was my favorite movie of the year that that came out. Really? Uh, yeah. You said exactly what you said when I said it was my favorite <laughs> movie that year. <laughs> I mean, I like <laughs> Go it. Go back and check that out. Um, and he also made other great movies such as Passengers and Sicario. Uh, he's an awesome, awesome director and talent. So, yeah, I'm. This is one of those ones where you show up um, for the director. Right for me, that's the, he's become he's the event. Yeah, uh, I'm, I'm, I really like him as a director. And um, in terms of Dune itself, I'm not. I'm not. I know it's like a you know a cult classic and a huge thing. But for me, I've read like I think I've read about half the book and gave up. And then I've never oh, seen really? the original movie. What about you? You've read the book, right? I've read uh, the first book and I read half the second book and then I gave up. So I, got, <laughs> I think I got a bit further than you. The, and that's 10 years ago, so my memory is somewhat sketchy. But I remember it, it, it really enjoying it. It's got, um, you know, it's a big, epic uh, book. It's uh, grand in scale. Uh, it's all about... Uh, Plot. Uh, it's all about plot. It's got plot. It's got plot, Great. plotting. That's a fantastic book review. It's got plotting and intrigue, and it's very sort of a um, spe- uh, big space opera. So, like, I'm I, I'm excited about it. Have it's you got seen the worms. movie? It's the original movie, David I've Lynch. I've seen right? it, but not for a long time. I, right. I didn't think much of it. Yeah, I've never uh, seen think, it. Now that's a cult classic. I think the book <laughs> is just regarded as a as a classic. I think the David Lynch thing is a cult classic. Right. It's a bit odd. Well, anyway, um, I'm like... Cause Sting it's, is in it wearing a nappy. Because it's... What's his name? Denis Villeneuve. Denis Villeneuve. Right. That's not how you say it. It's, it's Villeneuve. It's okay. French. Can, he's French Anyway, Canadian. I can't say it. Denis Villeneuve. But because it's him, I'm interested. And obviously all the hype. And of course, Oscar Isaac, who is my one There's a love. great cast in this. Yeah. My God, let's rattle them off. Yeah, you got Oscar Isaac uh, playing the older sexy gentleman. Yeah, can't as wait. He is, as he is now typecast as. <laughs> um, you've got... Um, uh, Rebecca Ferguson. T- Rebecca Ferguson, thank you. Who's awesome in everything. Oh, kick-ass. Uh, female Timothy, action hero. what's his name? Timothy Shalimalala. I don't. I'm another another French name. Shalimali, I think his name. <laughs> curious is. to see him as a lead because. Have you seen him in anything? He um. Because I'm walking the wrong way. No, not the throw. Um, he. I've seen him in Little Women, right? Oh yeah. And no, he is someone that like people are obsessed with, right? Timmy Timmy Shalimali. He's literally like <laughs> the new. He's everywhere. Think, he's like the new Leonardo DiCaprio, yeah, right? Yeah, exactly. He's this teen heartthrob. But that, my, and I feel really out of touch. I feel really out of touch because... <laughs> I'm like, who is he? I watched him <laughs> a Little Women and I was like, this is a prepubescent child. <laughs> like, I cannot believe people fancy him this much. 
Like How could you say that about Timmy Shilly Me? <laughs> <laughs> Basically I it's like when I see people on TikTok who've like five million followers and like all they do is like a dance. That, and but that loop for 15 seconds and I'm like I don't understand why people are watching this but I with him I'm like I don't understand why people fancy him but and it's the kind of thing where like in 1996 it was appropriate for teenage you to have a crush on uh, Leo DiCaprio as he slid off that <laughs> that wardrobe <laughs> into the ocean depths of the ocean but it is not appropriate for 36 year old you to be crushing on yeah, prepubescent not, Timmy but he's Minnie. not actually prepubescent though well, he's, he's a man what is he 20 he's a like it would be appropriate if, if were, I found him attractive if you were all thirsty over like a 20 year old skinny boy I'd, I'd be a little concerned that's what I mean he's a skinny boy I yeah. don't get it anyway so I'm interested to see him as a lead because I mean he's certainly good in Middle Women like he's not done anything wrong in that movie he's just I don't get it so I'm curious to see him as the lead I've never I don't think I've seen him in anything yeah you probably haven't um, he's going to be in Willy French, Wonka he's in the French Dispatch at the same time he's, he's double billing it at did the cinema did you see he's playing young Willy Wonka I did in the which, Willy Wonka which you know he, to, to be fair I have no interest in that movie and it can go <laughs> go to hell <laughs> like, who wants that but um, but he looks the part to be fair to him I mean I gotta he's say, got the same hair as Gene Wilder he's Wilder, got the hair if that's what you mean he's got the hair he's a skinny Timmy skinny Timmy playing a Willy um, right anyway yeah so, Wait, we've gone way off course. Agree on that we'll note, though. I'd rather die than watch the Willy Wonka prequel. Anyway, off to the cinema. Let's go to the cinema. <laughs> Dune. We are House Atreides. There is no call we do not answer. There is no faith that we betray. Smile, Gurney. I am smiling. The Emperor asks us to bring peace to Arrakis. House Atreides accepts. I know you. There's only a way in my mind. You need to face your fears. Come with me. You need to be ready. You never met Harkonnens before. They're not human, they're brutal. The Duke's son sees too much. This is my dune. Kill them all. Oh, hello, we're back. Hello. We saw Dune. Yeah. Part one. Yeah, I didn't uh, know it was a part shocker. one. Shocker. <laughs> Excuse me, marketing material. You didn't make that clear. No. Uh, it just says Dune on the poster. I signed up for Dune and I didn't get Dune. I got half a Dune. Yeah. Right? So I, I thought that was, I thought that was a sneaky move. I'm not happy, well. Denny Villeneuve. No. Or Timmy Millie. No. You have done one over on me. Now that said, I had an amazing experience and it's a brilliant <laughs> movie. But I am I am a little disappointed on that front. A um, little bit of uh, point of order before we crack on. Some housekeeping. Some housekeeping at the top of the show. We uh, somehow didn't end up seeing this movie together due to... Scheduling conflicts. And by uh, scheduling contacts, we mean <laughs> conflicts. One of us had to mind our children. Yeah, we couldn't get <laughs> couldn't get a babysitter to see Dune Part One, um, so we went separately. So this isn't and, and the immediate review that we like to do here on the yeah. Cinema Mile. Um, but I've we seen are it more recently than Dave. Yeah, so I saw it uh, three years ago <laughs> <laughs> in a pre-production suite with Denis Villeneuve. Um, so yeah, it's a it's a few days old for me, uh, but it's had time to gestate. Mm-hmm. Um, Whereas for you, it's pretty fresh. So, let's get into it. So, as... Oh, sorry. Hello. Welcome to the cinema. If you're, it's your first time here, there are no spoilers until we get to Spoiler Street. In this case, Spoiler Sand. 
Oh, nice. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it was interesting because I was like, went to see it on my own, which, by the way, going to cinema on my own is my favourite activity. It's a treat. Yeah. It's a Wait, treat. sorry. That you prefer? That's preferable to you than going with me. That's what you're saying. Depending on the day. Yesterday. This is, that's not the. That's not the hierarchy of my preferences. <laughs> yesterday, my, my preference. My one true love. My preference was to be alone in the cinema. I'm like, <laughs> I got it. Okay, fine. Um, the it was interesting because I like had like effectively no expectations of the movie, other than everyone said like, I saw that people really liked it on Twitter. Um, and and I went at 4pm which I highly recommend Dave went to a late showing got a bit sleepy too sleepy it's, t- it's not a, it's not it's a sleepy it's a sleepy movie it's a little a bit it's a slow movie I was so tired and it was half 11 and I was just like oh my god I can't <laughs> but if you go awake. at 4 o'clock like I did um, it's a slow movie and it kind of uh, it's long but actually in the afternoon I found that like I really enjoyed that it really washed over me it's very atmospheric like a lot of his films uh, are and in fact you saw it on a Sunday afternoon which I think is the ideal time to watch this oh yeah it was per- it's a perfect Sunday afternoon film yeah. and like I really enjoy the director's movies like particularly obviously you mentioned Arrival it definitely feels like it's by the same person who made Arrival um, what's interesting is I probably spent the first hour thinking yeah this is nice this is good obviously the world building's great and nice. I completely fancy Oscar Isaac but aside from that it, it felt a bit pointless to me much like the Little Woman remake last year starring said Timothy where I'd been like yeah this is a really good remake like Greta Gerwig's really great and it's a great movie but like what's the point of it? <laughs> Why are we here? And then as it went on the longer it went on and as the world building really kicked in and the story I loved it. I really loved it. I surprised myself by how much I loved it. Actually, it gets under your skin, doesn't it? It's just like the world building so is right. It's strong. very, it's very, um, it's very well delivered. The, the 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 whole there's a lot to, there's a lot to unpack, and at times they do rely on sort of there's nothing massively. Um, unconventional or interesting in terms of exposition here. It's a lot, you know. At the beginning, it's a lot of like Timmy Shilly Milly looking at. Um, you know, hollow vids of uh, explaining literally somebody. Yeah, but it's very easy to follow, though. And apparently, no, no, the first I, movie isn't. So th- apparently, it's, it's a effective. very yeah, apparently I, it's an un. People had said it was an unfilmable book. So I think how cl- how clear and easy this was to follow yeah, speaks very, very highly. Very clear. It's very. You get a clear sense of kind of um, all the different factions. You get a clear sense of the characters, who they are, their relationships to each other. I think they it's a it, they use that two an hour two and a half hours like very well. To um, space out the plot, yeah, really, and give like, it breathing room. Nothing it, felt rushed. It gets it gets going, and I and I got really into it. And like some of the things I really liked about it were, like it's very new world, right? It's not something I've really seen before. Obviously, it looks like a lot of other movies, but it, it feels really original on screen. What do you mean I by love, new world? Like I just loved the whole world they created in terms of like the spice thing and like the sandworms and like there's a there's a machine and it's kind of like some sort of helicopter meets airplane meets something else and it looked like a real dragonfly it looked like a real vehicle yeah yeah yeah, like that just looked real to me like it looked like he shot it on location which makes no sense um, with real vehicles i totally agree with you that's what blew me away about this movie was that at one point i realized at no at no minute not not for one minute in this movie could i see a film set or see some CG. Yeah. Right? It was entirely immersive and engrossing. Like, I believed every single yeah. frame. I just felt like this world existed. And that 
is an achievement in itself to because i because you know because we watch so many movies you can easily be just taken out of something it's really a big screen so movie but it's interesting because we're talking about um timothy as the lead and i'm just not going to try and say his surname chalamet and, right? and i think he he fits the role actually in that he looks very young and the character yeah. is supposed to be quite young whereas kyle mclaughlin is a full <laughs> grown-ass man and obviously um, we don't know if there's going to be a part two yet because weirdly they haven't announced it but I was thinking if they haven't filmed it yet he's surely going to at some point actually start looking like a man yeah like and he's going to look dramatically older between the movies so I'm presuming they're going to make a second movie because like it'll be released so much 12 money. years from now like why didn't they just film them back to back I don't know. I can't believe it's they crazy. haven't greenlit it. It is crazy. Like, I think maybe they're just maybe they're tr- trying to see how the numbers do at the weekend. Yeah, but like from a cost perspective, like with Lord of the Rings or whatever, you do, you do them together. Maybe like, you they pull d- down all the sets, get all the maybe cast they back together. filmed it, but they haven't. Um, no, they haven't filmed it. They haven't even filmed no, it. No, because oh, I wow. looked it up. Because I was like, well, presumably, it's. I was thinking like, presumably they've already made it and they're just going to release it next year. It's like, no, they haven't even made it yet. Yeah. So bizarre. Do a matrix on it. It just seems really odd to me that they haven't made it already because I think part of his charm is that he does look so young and is very convincing in the role. From I, that perspective, and that's going to be lost. I gotta say, weird. I thought he was really good. I thought I, he was really good. Really, too. really yeah. good. Just convincingly um, uncertain, convincingly uh, pubescent, as you described yeah. him. Like I bought him as a teenager, right, or whatever he's supposed to be, like late teen. And he's like, in that role, like a Luke, Luke Skywalker or a Harry Potter, where it's like someone who's almost like their destiny is out of their control and they're just kind of like along for the ride to be a hero and like but he expresses it's hard to frustration that. at that yeah and, it's hard to do that without agent like to have a character with kind of no agency and to keep them interesting and I thought he did a good job of it yeah I thought he was really good as well on that note about the whole destiny thing and all that I got like with, with, without going into spoilers there's what, what what's interesting to me watching this back it's a 60 year old book right mm-hmm. and the actual plot and the characters are actually really like archetypal and very like the, the, I wasn't I was watching it again because it's been 10 years since I read it and I was watching this thinking like I kind of feel like I'd seen all these people a thousand times before it is very much just like it's like Game of Thrones in space you know uh, with like an overlay of like destiny and and like well, let's, the let's, chosen one and there's all these well, sort we go of to spoilers and then we can talk about yeah, the sure, archetypes sure. and stuff yeah, yeah. so spoiler full spoilers on spoiler sand for dune part uno um i think yes spoiler another spoil, spoil, quick spoil. spoil we're spoiling we're spoiling turn off your headphones don't get angry with us if it's now spoiled we've given you loads of warnings you'd yeah. be amazed that people actually get really angry after you've given them warnings that you then spoil something that's why we're continuing to stress <laughs> this very long warning also by the way this is a 60 year old property so we shouldn't be too worried yeah. anyway you know the kind of stuff where like your dad dies and then you're on a journey oh what what was slightly fun your about dad this was dies? unusual that he went on the journey then with his mom right um, like no, unusual I that the mom would have been along no, in these kind of movies, but we have to talk about. Um, I thought that was unusual as well. Actually, you're right because what normally cool. happens is both parents die, exactly. and you have uh, the orphan child, like or the Luke Skywalker without his aunt and uncle, or or the Harry said, Potter or orphan. Harry like, Potter it's orphan. Very right. common. They have character. to learn their their craft without the help of. But he's got his mother, who's also the expert um, witch. Which I loved. I loved all that I stuff. Loved, I loved like, the voice. Put your and the hand in the box, Timothy. Yeah. Um, oh, the box. That's one thing that, that stuck with me from the book, and that's really well done here. Yeah, really well done. I thought yeah. he acted being in pain very well. He did, yeah. didn't he? Like, I get, I get why why everyone is thirsty for th- for Timmy now. He's really, <laughs> <laughs> he's got, he's a very just like Leonardo DiCaprio was at that age. 
he's a really really capable he's and no interesting Leo, actor though. he doesn't have the floppy hair give him another 20 years <laughs> we'll be watching him being mauled by a bear or whatever um, but his hair I have to say by a side note is actually fabulous it's just not a floppy 90s hair but I just can we talk about Oscar Isaac please and how amazing he is first yeah. of all love that he is like overlord of like a planet also like an incredible pilot like that scene when he goes and rescues he's awesome all those like he's 20 people from that sand thing right that was so cool so cool love but just does it effortlessly stuff. like there's men down there and I'm like but you're like, the duke of a whole planet whatever I couldn't figure and out and I loved all his like fatherly advice to you know he, he, he was you know he was again this archetypal perfect kind of father and like um, uh, like really noble leader but th- I bought into that I'm like I was there for all the archetypes what about the reveal like towards the end that him and the mom weren't married and she was his concubine <gasps> I know <laughs> um, they were living in sin I that whole that, time I love that he said to um, to the son to Timothy oh I just want you to be my son whereas the mom's like no no you are you the, are the chosen <laughs> one <laughs> yeah the mom's like I have much bigger plans for you but I love all the stuff with Oscar Isaac being the pilot and then I really enjoyed Oscar Isaac's death scene where he had the tooth thing that he let off oh so good that was so good and also the betrayal I didn't remember any of that I, I, as far as I know um, the movie is quite faithful to the source material I mean I'm presuming so based um, on nothing but I didn't I didn't remember any of that and that took me by surprise that uh, the betrayal what and about the, the creature oh design? how got it can we just talk about that Stellan whole Stellan Skarsgård Stellan Skarsgård was awesome and creepy it took creepy. me so long to recognise them I yeah. was like the voice really good yeah I love um, when he just kind of is, he's kind of a merman What's going on with the bottom of his body? Merman. I don't know what he is. He was floating, I think. He's levitating from all the spice because he's, I think he's consumed so much spice. Right. That he is like supernatural. Or do with some spice. It seems to be incredible. Unless oh, you're Timothy best. and you're allergic to it and then it's absolute zero crack. <laughs> <laughs> him and his, I tell you what I wasn't enjoying was him having the same bloody waking dream over and over again of his again, manic pixie dream Z- girl Zendaya uh, flitting through the desert um, and, I enjoyed and also that. I was a little confused at his dreams he was having conversations with people in his dreams which um, I, th- were, I thought were going to be like things that are going to come to pass but then they weren't they were you know he was conversing with people he would la- who would later die without having done any of those things yeah I really enjoyed that it was almost like I think I think it was like he was seeing dual possibilities. Yeah, and I'm sure and this is all explained in the book that I don't remember. And there but was all sorts of creepy voices whispering, but I couldn't quite understand. But I really enjoyed that kind of bit of a twist for us, whereby they hand he had to take the knife and actually kill the man, but he didn't want to kill him, and like he offered him mercy and stuff. I really enjoyed that whole fight scene, and I lo- I think Sandé is really great, and I think one of the reasons they had to do all the flash forwards was because like she's a huge, huge movie star, and like can't really just not have her in the movie yeah. when she's going to be a huge part of the next movie she's all over the press for this movie as yeah well. so I think they just had to act genuinely and search her a lot like for that reason because otherwise she'd have only been in 10 minutes of the movie yeah and um, I really enjoyed all the stuff when him and his mom were down like underground with those guys uh, with the Freeman the woman what she was like the last oh, yeah, surveyor so she, the botanist you know or the, the woman between two people yeah, and, yeah, yeah. all that stuff where she was she like she was awesome and like the stuff about the emperor and how she was like I'm faithful to the emperor but like this is wrong like what I didn't really understand and again it doesn't really matter but like why did the emperor go to such lengths to destroy this family like why didn't he just destroy them on their own planet well like, why give them another one fuck it up ruin everything just to kill this family because they were a threat to him because they're um 
because obviously, like, Oscar Isaac is the most awesome noble leader ever, right? Yeah. So House Atreides was a threat to the Emperor, and so, but he can't just outright kill them for no reason because that they, they have so much support, right? So that would look bad. Okay. So he does, uh, so he manipulates it all so it looks like he's giving them loads of favour by giving them this amazing source of the galaxy, but he knows and secretly funds with his army, um... House Arcanes or Harkonnen, what are they called? The Harkonnens? God, don't ask me. Um, the Stellan Skarsgård floating Dave Batista crew. Um, he funds them uh, to and helps them go in and take the planet back. So it's their war, which they're happy. Right. So it's them them taking down House of Treat is not the Emperor. It was such like right. that whole, like, oh, we didn't even discuss the fact that Jason Momoa was like Timothy's bodyguard or whatever. Loved him in it. I liked him, yeah. I really liked the whole idea that like only women ever have this voice to compel. So when Timothy and his mom were captured and they're in the airplane and they gag her, but they don't gag him. And then he's able to get the right tone. I like enjoyed that we build up to him getting the right voice. Yeah. And then he uses it. And then also the fact that when him and his mom were doing like their secret sign language, like, I just loved all the stuff with him and his mom. And that is very unusual to see a, ma- uh, a son-mother relationship like this on screen right where they're like total allies and like basically and, and helping each other allies. Yeah. and I loved all the like the, the sandworms created such like threat oh my god I was like there's so much threat in this movie and then you have the sandworms yeah they were, it's an awesome threat it's one of the like standout like features of the book and the um, just him and his mother like um, doing the sand shuffle through the desert like that the, all that stuff with them out in the this like treacherous terrain that's trying to kill them I, I was like found really fascinating and then watching them trying to navigate this uh, strange people the freemen um, and it, like and I feel like all of that it makes really interesting elements for Dune Part 2 which I'm obviously like well signed up oh and also just like we have to wrap up because we're collecting the kids now but um, I really enjoyed like and this is probably from the book but the stuff about like how you have suits and tents that like you're in this incredibly hot climate where they make it very clear you'd be dead within two hours. And then the suit or the tent will like capture all your sweat and tears yeah. for you to like drink them back. It's brilliant. That's so interesting. But like, really, and also disgusting. And I love and I love that I love that there's so much good world building in this that is like, you know, great ideas from the source novel, but then just visualized by Denny Villeneuve and his production team so yeah. amazingly. Um, it looks so good and I actually it, think you know the way the like aesthetic this, of everything was just so like so clean gorgeous. and sparse I Do wish you know we'd seen it in IMAX I wish I really wish I had yeah. to like the screen wasn't big enough yeah. and I was too far back from it and it then is I, on um, HBO Max in the States actually but I don't think it's on VOD over here is it I think it's just in the cinema here not, yeah I think cinema only but well, I, I believe that he fought hard like uh, Christopher Nolan to have it as a theatrical exclusive so are you sure it's on HBO yeah, Max? Yeah definitely on HBO oh, Max. Oh wow okay. Yeah. He's probably not happy about that. Um, but also it will you know it will help the numbers like you'll get a bit of both now kind of best of both I guess yeah. but you know I'd like, I could talk about it all day to be honest you saw all the world building stuff but we have to go but it like just for so me ju- it was such a pleasant surprise. Do you know what was so it was just so like big yeah. like I got a sense of scale everything you know there's giant spaceships people standing in front of them like he's he's got a real eye for like creating scale yeah. and also but just the scale of the galaxy felt felt big right yeah. With just by the nature of the plot and all the political and intrigue. it justified its running time and only being a part one honestly to me yeah. because like for example you show that bit at the start when he's watching that like video the hologram video that talks about the snake walk right which is really yeah. interesting then him and his mom are actually on the desert doing it 
Then we need to see the effect of like what happens if there's a regular sound, what that actually does, like how quickly the sandworms come out, which is immediately. We need time to see all that. Like, and that's not 10 minutes wasted. That's actually an awesome 10 minutes when you put it all together yeah. to see. It's a, re- and, like, it's a really economical two hours and, two hours and, and 30 minutes, they, isn't it? See him and his mom are being like hunted down, trying to be killed. They're, his dad's been killed. All this awful stuff's happened. And now you have to worry about this fecking walk because if you don't walk right, you're going to be killed by yeah, a snake. Yeah, yeah. And I love those thumper things that like make this consistent noise. That attract them and I so, love... so that you can hook on and ride them. And so the really cool, cool women, the woman from the emperor who he ended up killing, but like when she knew that she was about to go down and she just started thumping on the sand with her hand, I love that when they all fell into the sand. That was amazing. Yeah, so good. But we have to go, but please let us know your thoughts on Dune if you liked it as much as we did. Um, yeah, we're at the Cinemile, at the Cinemile on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram, uh, or email us at thecinemile at gmail.com. And we do love chatting with you guys. We Let do. us know uh, what you think. Apple Podcasts and subscribe and leave us five stars. We would greatly appreciate that. Um, and or if you're watching Succession, uh, then oh, we're yeah. doing weekly episodes for that over on our Patreon, patreon.com forward slash the Cinemile. Yeah, and we're two episodes from the end of Squid Game, so we're going to do yeah. a whole thing on that ready to go right bye alright bye Hi, my name is Kay Adams, and to be honest, I'm not so good with the ageing process, so I enlisted my old chum, the filter-free Cara McKenzie, to advise. Could you imagine being a porn star? The room would need to be really hot for me to strip (laughs) off. To be honest, she's not much help, but she is rather amusing. And along with some great guests, Joe Brand, Andy Oliver, Anton Dubeck, Ruth Langsford and Craig Revel Horwood, darling, we are learning how to be 60. Listen wherever you get your podcasts.